concealed by fog at the intersection of society and strange. This is an interview series about the unknown and our relationship to it. Produced by the documentary podcast series Euphemet, here we commune and wander through the big wonder with guests who are thinkers, explorers, experiencers of the phenomena that is on the edge of it all. This is Night Drift, and I'm Jim Perry. Tonight, guest Heidi Hollis brings awareness to the nefarious shadow people and hat man and discusses how she helps people cope with these experiences we'll jump right into that conversation in just a minute but i did want to let you know that you can join the conversation tonight you can email me jim at euphemet.com and you know use hashtag nightdrift on twitter or social media i've been really getting so many emails from everyone and i think it's that season where we're all kind of like hunkering down a little bit i know we're spending much more times with much more times with podcasts I'm seeing that in numbers for sure. So that's awesome. Uh, Everyone that is listening to this is probably traveling. Uh, Please, you know, traveling back and forth uh, to home, to family, to wherever. Uh, Just be careful out there. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for bringing us along on this trip. Heidi Hollis is a unique voice in this paranormally challenged world of ours. She shares that she is the first author to write about the topic of shadow people and the hat man, giving them both their descriptive names to describe these dark menaces now interrupting lives around the globe. Heidi is the first to have taken them on in her book, The Secret War, which details her personal story in dealing with shadow people and how positive and negative alien beings are connected to them. Oh man, this is going to get so, uh, so exciting. And, and, um, I, I can't wait to talk about all of that. Heidi, welcome so much to Night Drift. Oh gosh, it's awesome to be here with you. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. So, you know, if you, if you could to set the table for folks, could you, uh, take us back to when your experiences first started with shadow people and what that was like for you? Well, you know, I thought it started when I was in college, but I was mistaken. I didn't realize that having grown up in a haunted house that I was being met with them back then. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. It's like, what? how do you uh, try to understand and decipher what you're experiencing when you're eight years old, you know? And, uh, you know, it didn't, it, it, everything came back to me like full circle when I realized the thing that attacked my stepbrother was black with glowing red eyes and scratched his face up, you know? Oh my gosh. And okay, I'm so, like, wait yeah. a minute. Okay. So, uh, you're a kid, you're living in this house and your brother gets attacked. When's the first time did you see this happen? When was the first time that you heard about this attack of your brother? Well, this actually, uh, occurred between my stepbrother and my older sister who were, dealing with a lot of poundings in the home they were the only two at the house at the time Mm. and uh 
my stepbrother and my sister, they lock themselves in the bathroom like that. That's the safest room in the house because it has a lock on it, right? Mm, so right. they're there alone and, and it's pounding and they're sitting in this locked bathroom forever. And my stepbrother, you know, being a guy, he's like, you know what? I'm sick of this. You know, mm -hmm. that's it. And he bursts out of the bathroom and he's like, look, if you want a piece of me? Come get me already. And that's when this black mass like flew into his face and scratched his face all up with with glowing red eyes and my dad trying to be logical you know later on he's describing what, what attacked him my dad's like it was probably a bat that's caught in the crawl space or something and he went and did a check through everything in the attics and the basement and didn't find anything so uh that's when i realized whoa this this has been a problem our, our whole lives apparently oh within the family yeah yeah, and what was your reaction from your father when he couldn't find any experience? Was was he also kind of alarmed, or how did he handle that with you kids? Uh, well, you know, that's the hilarious part, because my dad absolutely was terrified, but didn't let us know. Mm. Not until we're, like, adults, and he's like, are you kidding me? You know, <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> you know, if I let you kids know how scared I was, you know, you, you would have never slept a night. Right. And uh, it turns out, he had the worst experiences and we're like, what? You oh know, all that gosh. time you had us fooled, you know, like he said, I know I was good at it. He said, oh my goodness, no way. Uh, you know, didn't want to be caught dead in that home alone. In fact, my dad built a brand new house in order to make sure that we wouldn't live in a haunted place again. So <laughs> yeah, built a you brand know, new house. You hear people joking about that when they talk yeah. about if they find themselves in a haunted house, well, they would just never live in an old house ever. They'd buy a brand yeah. new house, whatever they'd have to do. And he <laughs> literally did that. He built um, a brand new house. Yep. <laughs> he did. It was crazy. And it's like, you know, I get it. But he kept that home. He was renting it, you know, and he would always ask the, the renters, anything strange going on here? <laughs> Little did we know, you know, it's like, wow, you, oh, the things. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. But it wasn't until I was in college that I ran into uh, a friend. You know, I had a friend that I, I was staying at, at her family's home for a little bit during the summer between uh, semesters and, you know, broad daylight. And I saw something following us. It was shadowy. It was big. And I'm like, I, I don't know what the heck I'm seeing here, you know. And I drew this thing thinking my friend is going to like think that I'm I'm just, you know, uh, so crazy. I'm seeing the wrong things or something like that. Right. And uh, I drew this thing I called the head and shoulder shadow because it's just like a big hulking thing that has uh, rounded shoulders, a rounded head with no neck with glowing red eyes. And I drew this thing out. I'm like, look, I don't know what I'm seeing, but I saw this thing following us. And she looks at it. She's like, oh, that thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's been following me since I was a kid. You know, and I'm like, what? Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. So that was my introduction. And from that point on, I started having shadow spider nightmares, waking hmm. nightmares and uh, other things. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so how wild is that, that you've had these, ex your family members had this experience while you're growing up to give you an awareness of something else is really happening. And then your friend is like, oh, yeah, this thing follows me. So do you think like some convergence of things occurred there to then it was passed on to you or something was aware of you? And how do you think that worked? And, and why do you think you started to experience it yourself in that way? Well, that's a good question, actually, because, uh, you know, I didn't know for a long time, you know, what the heck? Why am I having these weird nightmares? Uh, but now I know there is kind of a, a contagion element, if you will. Mm. But it's not quite that. These things 
if a shadow people, they see that you see them, they don't like to be spotted and they may charge you because of it. And oh it's like, gosh. oh, here goes one that can see, you know, we don't want you to see because I'd be able to warn somebody because I could see them. So they try to essentially damper your special ability to see these things, um, to crowd you into fear, to get you depressed, maybe isolated, oppressed and possessed. I mean, it's a it's a crazy uh, tumbling down effect that they try to create and it gets you to question reality. And God forbid I'm walking around saying, don't you see it? You know, acting crazy. You know, yeah. people are going to be like, uh, Heidi, you need to just like get medicine for that. And you know, so you can sleep better at night or something. And, right. you know, it, it's a it's a crazy thing that people experience. You know, I've uh, in my time doing the, the documentary work, I've you know, track stories of people from all different types of backgrounds, religious, ethnically, and everyone seems to have a link to, to this sort of phenomenon happening to them. And it seems like people have just different names for it, maybe, um, from the indigenous cultures, you know, uh, straight to just people that are everyday walking around folks uh with only you know no sort of cultural identity or lineage um why do you wh i think later i want to ask you more about what you think about that what you found mm -hmm. about um how old this possibly could be and where this could be coming from but i think before i get into that you know i, I just wonder you know when did it become uh when did it come to a point where it was too much for you these experiences and, you know, start to become debilitating or, you know, feeling very dangerous. And at that point, you know, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? What, what made you decide to start, you know, kind of facing it or trying to find some solution? You know, it came to a head for myself as uh, <clears throat> things kind of accumulated, if you will. Um, I got a college roommate. And she was super religious. I seen odd things, so many odd things, like from UFOs to like kind of the outline of alien beings sometimes, like hanging mm -hmm. around my place. And, you know, she moves in super religious. Oh, I don't get into that stuff. You know, leave me out of it. You know, I, I've got God protecting me. I'm like, okay, great. You know, and she moves on in anyhow. And uh, <laughs> she experienced these things at a level where she could see things even clearer than I could. Mm -hmm. And that's when hat man stepped out from the shadows and that went straight for her it didn't come at me and i honestly thought that it was another form that shadow people took so i originally called him the hat man shadow and that's when i realized that this is a, a lot darker and more horrible than i could ever imagine but also i started having alien encounters with my college roommate the same one who had the hat man encounter and it was so so very different, but then not because um, I'd seen so many UFOs and actually able to call some down. It was it was a strange thing. Um, so many a handful of times that occurring. And I just wanted to get answers. Like, why am I having all of this weird stuff going on all the time? <clears throat> and uh, with her uh, having the experiences that she did, she actually took it up a level uh, again in the alien phenomenon uh, where it was something that we both experienced together where an alien made itself known. And there's this pattern of people who have had uh, 
alien uh, regression, you know, to see if they had alien abduction, you know, to remember more details about their alien abduction experience. And instead of relaying what it is that they're witnessing, the alien would kind of speak through them and people say channeling or whatnot. But for my college roommate, I'll call Samantha, it was more of a meeting and she started kind of dictating what she was seeing, but this other persona of another being was talking through her and mm. uh, started, uh, long story short, started talking about the shadow people that I was dealing with and what they were all about and how they were related to the alien phenomenon. Um, so when I came forward on the topic of shadow people, when I started talking about Hatman, this wasn't something I'd ever heard of before. This wasn't something I, I came up with the definition of. Yes, I gave names to it. You know, yes, I have now trademarked them and copywritten it, so it doesn't stop people from abusing it. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's something that I'm trying to correct out there because it's a problem. And if the wrong message is given, it's it's really causing harm because I get those emails. You know, so let's talk. Let's talk about that for a minute because I know it's mm -hmm. it's fairly controversial. Um, the the you know the the act of trademarking those things. Um, is it? I don't know that. <laughs> I I think I think so. I've yeah. I've 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 heard it from from a few people, and I think I think for from their perspective, I've been asked, isn't that like trademarking um ghost or trademarking uh Bigfoot? What would you What would you say about that? <sighs> well, you know. For myself, as a minority woman who stepped out into the field, who wasn't given any favors, it's <laughs> out there talking about these things uh, on my own dime as a college student, self-published book, and nobody would publish the book. I wrote it in 97, and it took me four years to find a publisher, but it actually was a self-publishing type thing anyhow. And going across country, conference to conference, renting a table, <laughs> 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 renting a table, not given the opportunity to speak, mind you, only when it was open mic time. Yeah, right. And getting up there to speak my truth about what I understood to be going on and getting poo-pooed. Oh, who does this little girl think she is, you know, talking about shadows? That is right. that is such a sci-fi blah, blah, blah. You know, I was slammed. I was put down. And, uh, you know, but I kept going. And it was like, you know, this was a made up sci-fi thing to me. Why am I at a UFO conference? Why am I doing this? But I didn't back down and I kept going. So imagine doing that for 20 plus years. That's what I've done. And then somebody comes along and says, I'm just going to take that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have one TV show. I don't have one film. And, and to have this whole string of things going on. You know, it's like, yeah. I, I haven't, uh, I'm a therapist. I haven't gone into the field to build a house, to have a picket fence, get married, have children. I've been doing this. I When the people write me asking for help, I'm the one answering. I'm the one picking up the phone. I'm doing this all on my own dime. I've given thousands of copies of my books away. So when people are like, you know, wow, this is so popular. Why does anybody get to own that? You're welcome that you know it exists because I've been out there. You're welcome. You know, it's like, yeah. what are you talking about? Hat man. What are you talking about? Shadow people. Yeah, I kept talking it and I just happened 
to get it out there to the world and give a sister a break already because yeah, right. it's not a it's not a good look to rip off <laughs> a lady who is never you know nobody of my my stature has been out there doing this and then it gets ripped off that's not okay you know yeah. give me a call and to what extent too, sometimes right? you know <laughs> yeah the the, the um, amount of different manifestations of of that and what you're seeing as your work and listen it's always been this field of no matter who you are people just grifting work right and making it their oh, own and just publishing have, books and you have no idea and it's like no, yeah no, listen i've been it's I've terrible been this thing for 12 years right and it's oh I've man seen, you know the reason why i, I probably don't have a tv show either um so <laughs> well it's uh, hilarious to me you know i've been contacted by so many producers they're like wow you know so much about so many things but we can't have a woman lead can you teach a guy what you know oh my gosh what no i <sighs> cannot it's like you know it's crazy it's been really difficult and all the strikes are against me you know i'm just like yeah i'm glad that you know about the phenomenon i really worked hard to get it out there yeah. and uh yeah lots of sacrifices this is not uh, uh, an arena that pays well okay it does not pay well <laughs> you do this in, on your own blood and guts and sweat and tears yeah but you know what i wouldn't change it for anything because I, it's very re rewarding for me when somebody reaches out please help my child you know this is going on and, and to hear the the victory but yeah. what really sucks is when somebody contacts me and says wow your movie doesn't say like what you talk about on your show well, my movie have a movie <laughs> or wow the tv show said this well, whose tv show right. uh, you know why haven't they contacted me it's trademarked and copywritten yeah. they even take the images off the cover of my book and i'm like sure and, and you know by the way i had a ufo website before most people knew what a website was you mm -hmm. know so i got a lot of uh you know, a lot of traffic early on so i've been in this field for a long time ran a ufo group for 15 plus years <laughs> And uh, I've been hoofing it. So when people are like, well, she shouldn't have all that because, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I worked, I, I had to prove it was written in 97 and copywritten way back when. I had to prove that before anybody spoke of it to get the trademark. You have to prove those things. And I did. So. <laughs> Oh, I appreciate you so much sharing that perspective. And I, I love funny. it. I love it so much. It's um, funny. All right, so we're going to take a break here and then we're going to dive back in to Heidi's story and more about more about these shadows that some of us see at the corner of our eye that then see us looking and they're looking back at us. Um, if you've had that experience, shoot me an email. Shoot Heidi an email about this. We'll get her contact information as we go through the show. You're listening to Night Drift. I'm Jim Perry. We'll be right back after this. with Jim Perry on Spotify and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to receive new episodes of Night Drift automatically and gain access to all of our past episodes. 
with Jim Perry on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW, Seattle. Now, here again is Jim. This is Night Drift. I'm Jim Perry. There's a new perk for Euphemet patrons. It's an ad-free Euphemet podcast feed. You can use it wherever you listen to podcasts. Just go to euphemet.com and click the top banner to become a patron today. You're helping me out. You're helping the show out. This is small business, folks. We're just trying to get through, so... I appreciate so much everyone who has already subscribed. And listen, if you can't afford that and you're just listening, thank you for listening. I appreciate that so much. I also want to thank our sponsor, BetterHelp, just as, you know, it suggests in my host read ad. Um, they've become an important part of my mental health. And if you can, uh, support them in which supports the show and just check it out. Maybe it's for you, maybe it's not, but I want to thank them for that opportunity to support the show. And most importantly, once again, thank you for listening tonight. The book, The Hat Man, The True Story of Evil Encounters, guest Heidi Hollis directly taps into the topic that has haunted her and thousands who have contacted her over the years about this dark man seen worldwide. Nothing is held back as she delves into The Hat Man and she's doing all she can to stop him. Heidi, thanks so much for joining Night Drift. Oh, I'm excited. This is fun talking to you about all of this. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Your, you know, wellspring of knowledge here. Um, and your experiences are, uh, you know, educational, but also terrifying, to be frank. And <laughs> and, and you're not alone. Let, let's talk about that a, a, a little bit right now. Whether yeah. it's Shadow Man or the Hat Man... Thousands of people are emailing you looking for some guidance or help. What are you what are you hearing out there? What people are most commonly experiencing and what's that next step that you suggest to them? Well, that's uh so much that's going on out there. It just breaks my heart to be honest. Um well, the shadow people, that's of course the the typical uh, pinning down of a person making them paralyzed, unable to move, and they might hear a growling. Uh, they don't always see something on top of them. They, it's weird how you can see a shadow on the wall that's on top of you. Uh, a lot of times the people feel uh, haunted or watched, you know, and they, they see a black mass. And it could come into the, the form of a cat, of a rodent, of a cloud, of a streak, or ha this, this shadow, uh, head and shoulder shadow thing that's huge, 10 feet tall, and, um, you know, and people say, oh, oh, I saw a, a shadow uh, people. It's this little girl. No, it's not a little girl. If it looks like a, a person, that is a ghost <laughs> or something demonic, you know, that's impersonating a little girl, you know. But no, shadow people were never people. It is something that can shape shift and look like something else and doesn't always have glowing red eyes. And, and if it's three feet tall and it's got a hood with glowing red eyes, that's an alien. <laughs> you know, and people are like, oh, and I got this shadow. But no, no, no. I don't know the confusion that's going on out there, but um, trying to uh, correct and straighten it up. But um, yeah, that is a common pattern. Uh, hat man. The minions of hat man are shadow people. And believe it or not, shadow people and hat man can and have been and continue to be seen right alongside of alien beings. Um, hat man wears a three-piece suit, trench coat or cape, 
Sometimes he wears a, a hat. Sometimes he doesn't wear a hat. Uh, other times, uh, you know, he, he'll change up his outfit. He'll have pinstripes on. Uh, mm. But it's it's rare. And God forbid you see a smile. Uh, it's, it's something you'll never forget. Uh, glowing red eyes or solid black eyes. Uh, very menacing. And um, he likes to bite, scratch, kick, punch, throw you, grab your soul out of your body. I see you taking notes over there, Jim. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> this stuff is horrifying. But yeah, so this is this is Hatman. And, um, you know, he talks, too. He doesn't just growl, you know. He doesn't just do that. So, um, yeah, it's horrific what's going on out there. And uh, I try to give people help to realize their human potential, that they don't have to take any of that crap whether it comes from shadow people, hat man, negative alien beings, or something else, demonic. And uh, people like to think all aliens are warm and fuzzy because they have uh, advanced technology. That's not the case. You know, I, I have a decent car, but <laughs> it, I could still run you over with it. I could still do <laughs> horrible things. You know, I, I don't understand the mentality of that. Um, I've had many people who have contacted me who open themselves up to having alien contact and lo and behold they got shadow people mm. coming around so. let's unpack that a little bit more because that's actually what i was like starting to take some notes about is that there is a contingent of individuals that explore this space some of them are good friends of mine maybe uh that believe nothing no harm can come from any of this now listen uh, i'm on the fence I don't even know what I believe anymore, but <laughs> there is a contingent, whether it is aliens, as you suggested, or it's uh, non-human intelligence, right? Um, whether it's a ghost or shadow person that they can't, that they can't hurt people. And there's been no record of this occurring. I usually like to warn people that maybe they need to reconsider that a little bit and that there are stakes involved here. What would you say to those individuals that maybe propose that there's no harm and this is all for fun and we should just explore with no boundaries at all in this space? And therein lies the harm that we're talking about. That's a, a big problem and misconception that Everything is love and light. Just open up your arms and kumbaya. Um, it's upsetting. It is upsetting because I was in the trenches. Again, I said 15 plus years I had a UFO paranormal discussion group. I met the people. I traveled yeah. to the conferences. I speak to the people. And um, a lot of harm. A lot of harm. And it's, it's your mental health. It's your physical health. It's your family health. It's your relationships. And for people who think that... Um, you know, oh, that, this is cool. This is interesting. I want to go out and do some gravestone rubbings. I'm like, why are people so anxious and eager to scare themselves mm. and to get to this other thing? It's so attainable to get a reaction to something negative and to prove it's got power, right? It's so attainable. But why are we not looking to our faith and what could beat this because the more you tap on the door of this negative stuff the more it's going to look back at you and you better figure out you've got a soul they're interested in why else are they coming 
they're feeding off from something. It isn't your your snacks in the refrigerator. It's you. You know, it's like man, that that my. would be that would piss me off. Yeah, it's coming after, after my snacks. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that'd be terrible. I'd be those are fighting words if they go for my popcorn. But right. <laughs> you know, it's like this is so so crazy that um, you know people are afraid to say they believe in God or Jesus. I'm Christian. I, I'm not a Bible thumper, but I'm realistic. I get so many emails that say, "Hey Heidi, so the devil just visited me last night." Um, I don't get into that religious thing, but what? So what do I do? And I'm like, "Well, throw a shoe at it," because you just denounced, you acknowledge the evil, but you're denouncing what could beat it. The only thing I know that could beat it, I mean, dude, sprinkle some Jesus on it. That's what I always say, because this is like ridiculous that people are so adamant to be against god or or faith or something light because oh gosh those church people did something really horrible so i yeah. and and i had my whole image in my head of the guy in the robe is supposed to lead me to god but he screwed it up so screw it all i'm going over here to the dark side and i'm gonna go and get a recorder and say anybody there i mean come on just stop we <laughs> have got to realize there's a target on our souls and it's eating us i, I just had an email where hat man told a little girl He's going to chew and chew her bones. Come on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. But, yeah, keep tapping on those doors, people. No, <sighs> don't. <laughs> but that's why I write books on angel encounters, Jesus encounters, and two books on faith because so many people are, like, quote, recovering Christians. Um, we're saying, I, I don't get into that. Well, you've got to figure it out. And don't be so hard on yourself about it. And my one book is called The Other F Word, How to Find Faith and Laugh at Yourself While while Trying. Mm. Because <laughs> it, and I'm a cartoonist, so I have it like Diary of a Wimpy Kid books, you know, with cartoons oh, nice. and saying, you know, it all you need is a little bit of faith. That's all you need. We are messed up humans. We're God knew we'd be this way and we'd be flawed in everything, including our faith. And these things are placing their bets on us that we won't figure them out. And I, I, I get angry that uh, people send me these emails, uh, you know, wow, my whole house is being terrorized and I got slapped across the room and nothing is mentioned about their actions to stand their ground in faith, light, mm -hmm. something good. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm trying, I'm doing my best and, and I don't charge people to help them. I don't say, oh, oh, that'll be 50 bucks for your soul. I'll I'll help you then if you pay me. No, I don't do that. You know, it's like you reach out to me, I'm going to help. And I don't have to go to your house. I don't have to go rile things up. Hatman personally hates my guts and I take it as a compliment. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, this is uh this is war. My first book is called The Secret War because it is a war. It's not in the heavens where you can see it. It's in the privacy of your own homes. You know, mm -hmm. and and the battle is on. You know, mm -hmm. checkmate. Let's take it because he's really looking back at us all, and yeah. uh, it's disturbing. Yeah. So with with Hatman being like sort of this um, kind of boss like figure to the shadow people, or you know, they're his minions, um, and he's managing them, and that there is potential connection between extraterrestrial aliens or non human intelligence. What? How do you think? What do you think they they do want? You you think it is a, a sort of 
They're wanting our, our souls. They're, <laughs> they're wanting our freedom. They're wanting our attention. Keep, well, what do you think drives adding. them? They even okay. want your plus, snacks. Plus, plus, huh? They even want your snacks. They'll go for yeah. all of it. They'll take everything that you uh, give up, everything. Mm -hmm. the, the more that you release, the more they take. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's your peace of mind. It's your, your thoughts. It's your passions. It's everything. It's to isolate you. It's to destroy you for who you are. And, uh, you know, there's so many different layers and levels to all of this. And it's your worst nightmare. Absolutely your worst nightmare that you can imagine. It, it's it's so, um, you know, I get these emails and, you know, I, I sleep pretty good, by the way. People are like, how do you sleep? I'm like, usually on my left side. But, um, you know, I'm like, because I'm, I'm secure in, in my faith. And, and I know these things are not welcome, you know. I protect my space, not with something outside of my uh, Christian understandings. People will use sage and whatnot. I'm like, well, that's not my Christian understanding. Holy water, <laughs> spring water that I bless myself even. I mean, mm -hmm. protect yourself. I mean, I, I have the, I run the risk of having issues too, the more people that I help. Yeah. But again, it's like, it's, we don't have to go and stand in the face of these things and try to swing at them or run from them either. Just stand your ground in confidence. It can yeah. be done. I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, it works. And, uh, and again, it's like negative alien beings, shadow people, they all work under this hat man guy. And he is, uh, you know, I always related them to the alien phenomenon, always from the beginning. Somebody told me that's something new. I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, try 1997. Um, it's like, what are you talking about? Uh, so it's, it's, it's been an ongoing problem and it's been masquerading as a lot of different things. And, uh, we just got to learn to protect ourselves and know that we're on the menu. Well, I wonder if some people's misunderstanding around that is after the hat man story in the creepy pasta, like internet fiction forum started to take off. Because after that, there was this interesting phenomenon that seemed to occur, and I'd love to get your perspective on it, is that these fictitious stories were being written by amateur authors online in these forums, and they were about the Hat Man, and they were about Slender Man, and they were about these creatures and cryptids. And it was a very big phenomenon for a while. I don't know if it's as big now. But essentially, once people were beginning to consume those... It's almost as if very real activity started to occur in greater numbers after that. Almost as if those ideas were seemingly infectious or helping co-create something. Has it been your experience that that's a possibility with some of these things? That the stories that can be put out there can be internalized and then bring something new to the party? Or, or what do you think is going on there? Well, Slender Man was old to the party um, because <laughs> that was like so much time after I'd already presented Hat Man. I mean, yeah. let's see, tall person in a suit approaching children, really evil. Uh, yeah, done that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right. so that, was, that was the first major ripoff, I think, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but he just took his hat off. Hat Man doesn't always wear a hat. But um, you're talking about something that's like a tulpa. Uh, this creation of um, because I like when I saw the shadow being following my friend it saw that I saw it mm. and soon after I saw it following her it approached me it took me head on 
and, and, and where I was staying at, literally, I felt it was going to kill me. Um, so yeah, it notices that you can notice and that's a problem and you can paint a target on, on your forehead for that. Um, so are we creating the problem? I've had people who written me who experienced Hatman once 40 years ago. And for the rest of their days, they were terrified he would ever show up again. Just oh once, just once. Yeah. And it's like, he ruined my life. I'm like, because you festered on that one occurrence. That's how powerful his presence is. That's mm. how unmistakable that you know you were just met with the devil himself. And he will tell you he's the devil himself. He will tell you that. So um, absolutely the worst case scenario of all your nightmares bundled up into one is hat man and um this is why i do what i do this is why i i, I fight so hard and this is why i keep going solo uh, on it because i want to make sure the message is clear this is not your friends and people are like oh well hat man didn't scare me so uh, i don't think he's so bad he's my guardian Oh, 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 gosh, that one's a hilarious one. But then it's starting to creep up in popularity. And I'm like, here we go, softening the blow of the devil. You know, let's make him a cartoon character and lovable, you know. No, this is not your friend. He's observing you and he's waiting for his chance to take a swipe at you. Um, so, right. so I wanna, yeah, I want to talk about that more when we come back from this break. Um, how how you believe Hatman listens and studies people. And then potentially maybe maybe he finds entryways at that point. And maybe pop culture is a part of this. I don't know. Like, it seems like it is. Like, influencing how we feel about Hatman, how we feel about this energy even. I'm not sure. But we're going to talk about that much more here on Night Drift. I'm Jim Perry. We'll be right back after this. Follow Night Drift with Jim Perry on Spotify and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to receive new episodes of Night Drift automatically and gain access to all of our past episodes.
listening to Night Drift with Jim Perry on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW, Seattle. Now, here again is Jim. I'm Jim Perry, and this is Night Drift. You might have noticed that we haven't had a new Euphemet feature drop recently. Well, that's because we're really working on this limited series, and we can't wait to tell you more about it, but it's a documentary format that we have not worked with before here on this program and so i can't wait for you to hear it but it is taking a while it should be done maybe before christmas weekend that's what we're hoping it'll be another something for you to take on the road with you as you're celebrating um you'll have like the the i don't know the fun of the idea of santa and mistletoe and gumdrops i don't know whatever else reindeer and then have this incredibly, you know, sort of emotional and terrifying um, ghost story. So <laughs> ghost stories are very important for Christmas season, though, I believe. And just in general, during the holidays, they we it's important that we pair those things together. We keep them both in focus, I think. it's I think that's what it's all actually meant to be. Um, tonight, we're talking with Heidi Hollis, and we're talking about... Shadow People and Hat Man and Aliens and pop culture and influence. And uh, before I get back into my line of questioning, and I thank you so much, Heidi, for for being with us here tonight. Um, Where can people find your work? Where's your email? What's your website? Where can people go and contact you if they're maybe having an experience themselves that they need to talk to someone about? Oh, they could go to shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com. And, uh, you know, tell me their stories, tell me what's going on in their minds. And uh, I also host a podcast on uh, called Dark Becomes Light on Coast to Coast AM, uh, where I answer people's emails and uh, try to do my best to give some advice on, on what they should do and how best to approach something. And, and also to educate people to look at the patterns of what's going on out there, because it's important. This is how we find answers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, Speaking of you helping people, can can you tell me a little bit about your background as a, you, an occupational therapist, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, one of my specialties is in behavioral health uh, and physical disabilities. I've worked in a lot of different types of facilities and even had my own uh, children's clinic at one point um, and uh, trying to assist uh, poor, ch- poor children who have uh, different issues. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I've, I, I only wanted to be a, a comic strip artists growing up. That's all I ever wanted to do. I I just love it. I mean, I love humor. So my comic strip is called the outlanderscomic.com on on Instagram. And uh, I try to pull in a reality of some of these stranger things and and crack a joke here and there about it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I come from the Midwest, um, though I was born in California, and my family has experienced a lot of strange things right alongside of me. I've had so many different things happen. Um, probably the most profound that shared experiences have been the UFOs I've called down. I mean, where we had to flatten out on the ground. I mean, just wow. never would have expected such things. And it's something I don't talk about a whole lot, but uh, I'm finding that um, there's a lot more interest in the UFO phenomenon. So I'm definitely sharing more on that, but uh, yeah. just crazy. It's like, who would think they're listening? But these things are connected to us somehow, and uh, we need to figure that out as well. Will you come back on the show and talk to me about yes. UFOs and, and yeah. contacting UFOs? And yeah. I think 
I think you would you would be so great to have on. We do these Patreon hangouts where I've got a couple people in the room with me and some cool. patrons, and it's a. I, it would be so great if you came and joined us for that. We could I would just, love it. Oh, you're uh, you're easy to talk to. You know, I would love that. that oh, would thank cool. you so much. Thanks. <laughs> so are you. Um. So listen, I think lastly, you know, um, what what are what what's something simple that you think people can do if they feel like they're starting to experience this or they're experiencing it, and they haven't shared it with anybody, maybe they're self conscious about it. Or maybe they're even like trying to, you know, uh, rationalize what these experiences are. What would be something simple that you could suggest to start on a road of figuring that stuff out? Aside from aside from emailing you, of course. Yeah. Well, I, I tell people don't isolate yourself because that's what it's hoping you'll do. So tell somebody you can trust, whether it's somebody online or whatever. Uh, so you don't just sit there with that because what a thing to experience. Uh, and also bless your home. And if you don't know how to do that, I have a group on Facebook, uh, Shadow People and Hat Man Experiencer group. And you, I have a pinned post there on how to do it. But then I also have a book uh, called The Hat Man. It's book two, and it's a comic series. Uh, it's like it's showing you how to go about methodically blessing your home. And, you know, it's it's simple, but it's very effective. And it's what keeps me safe. And honestly, have no doubts. It, it works. And... Um, you know, there's some people that are like, oh, my gosh, I think I'm getting possessed. Well, that's a different level. OK, so mm. uh, but yeah, definitely take the steps to stand your ground. Don't try to go after it and hunt it and talk to it. Don't do any of that. Just protect yourself and say you're not welcome with a house blessing of your own, not with clergy of your own. It really makes a difference. Well, thank you so much for giving folks that advice. And uh, if they want to check out any of your work and you're listening to the podcast version of the show, all the links will be in the show notes. And Heidi, thanks again for coming on Night Drift. This is a great conversation. Thank you so much, Jim. This is my pleasure. Thank you for listening to Night Drift with Jim Perry on Alternative Talk, KKNW 1150 AM Seattle. Hear the show anytime on its podcast feed. Wherever you listen to them, go to euphemet.com for more and... Join us next Sunday. And until then, keep looking up. Follow Night Drift with Jim Perry on Spotify and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to receive new episodes of Night Drift automatically and gain access to all of our past episodes.